0: This like really makes the worldly people, the heathens, <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna use that
0: word. I'm whoa, sorry. Whoa. Mad because they don't understand what selfless love is. It's not about not
2: yikes. If
1: you're not a Christian, you don't understand what selfless love is.
3: Dun, dun, dun. What's up guys? How you doing? I'm Paul. <laughs>
0: I- Again.
3: Mm.
0: And if you're new here, make sure you subscribe. We risk giving TMI. To
3: help you navigate DMI, dating, marriage, and intimacy. Welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a show for you today. I'm ready to dive right in. I'm ready to get right into these <laughs> clips and take the boxing gloves off, gloves off. Get a few rib shots.
0: No, no, there will be none of that. <laughs> We will not be punching anyone.
3: No, no, it's totally figurative. It's <laughs> totally figurative. I think actually there will be some very good discussion to come out of this video, and we already learned something because I put in the thumbnail of today's video. Um, what was it like? Why can I never remember how I like title yeah, and label stuff? I know. did. I did. Valid pushback? Question mark. Kay. I'm being sincere there. Um, we already have received something from this channel we lifted our microphone because we noticed that their (laughs) mic was lifted and i didn't even barely notice so we're going to lift ours up and just see how it does yeah a little higher if it makes our voices even more anyway and it's a
0: little off-center because i talk quieter than paul so (laughs) yes
3: but great to be back with you guys all right let's dive right in what do you got for us morgan
0: Guys, 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 You know that we love to talk about sex and intimacy at TMI, navigate DMI, dating marriage intimacy. Well, we created a 15-page PDF downloadable digital file.
3: 80 uh, what do we call it? 80
0: questions and prompts to make your sex life sexier. We
3: dropped it yesterday. It on is on our website. It is on our website. The link, you guys know the link is below uh seriously guys
0: get it just get it Morgan and I
3: we created this thinking about like what has helped us in our intimacy what has helped us in our communication Mm -hmm. what has made things spicier seriously Mm -hmm. we're just wanting to be as practical as we can we wish that we would have had something like this early on in our marriage the first year the second year Mm -hmm. because it's kind of difficult it's it's awkward to have these conversations and then you're like, okay, well, I will look to see if I can find advice and that can be a little awkward because you want to make sure you're keeping it, you know, one hundredy, not getting into some
0: Sketchy, right. Sketchy right, right, right. online. Yes. So this is a safe resource. It's fun, intentional. You're going to have deep conversations if you allow them to go there. Yes. And just a fun sexy time. A spicier sexy it time. It is so. a spicier
3: sexy time. So get that and patrons get it for $6 instead of
0: $12.
3: Excellent. All right, Morgan, I'm going to play the first clip actually you are manning the oh, true. laptop. But uh, I just wanted to say this. Um we pulled a f- so this video that we're going to be responding to is one that came on my radar i started watching a little bit of it and i found myself being like okay this husband and wife duo that are now atheists i believe they were christians
1: because
3: okay. um, they talk a good amount about that uh these guys I, I have a i'm being completely sincere here i like these guys i do and i i like the way they handle even though they they push back on us Um, several times. I like the way they conducted themselves overall. Yeah, their names are The Antibot is the name of the YouTube channel. I pulled a few things that we're going to be reacting and responding to from their video, but it's a longer video. Feel free. I linked it below if you guys want to watch the whole thing.
0: I have not watched it. I've heard some of the clips that Paul pulled in to play this. And from what I've heard, they sound like nice people. They
3: sound like nice people. <laughs> the
0: nicest people who have made response videos to us.
3: But they, but they still, they're they're, they're pushing back. Um, right. But the first clip that I wanted to play, I thought was very interesting. I don't know, Morgan, maybe there's been like one other one, but I'm not even sure if I've ever heard a channel that's pushing back on us, mm-hmm. us, an atheist channel, say what they're about to say. So I, w- I wanted to play this clip first.
1: All right, here we go. It's not really cool to make assumptions of what their relationship is like or what Paul's motivations are or what Morgan's mental health is based off of gestures or like body language that they have in a video. Like that's really they say plenty of stuff that's problematic that you can react to. Yeah. You don't need to resort to like, oh, Paul scratched his nose. So that means X, Y and Z.
2: Right. I I really do feel for them in that because I think. I think that's really terrible that people yeah. do that to them. I mean, like people have probably noticed that my hand is messed up right now from skating. But I, w- I thought about going into this video. If Paul if Paul had an injury like this, especially on his hand, I feel like he probably wouldn't even be able to appear on camera. No, because, because people, people would assume like, that he's doing something yeah, horrible to Morgan. And like, that's, oh, that's
1: from beating Morgan.
2: We're trying not to attack them as people. We're trying to elevate this discourse rather than talking about some like dumb that you're, that would just make us money for saying. That's yeah. what a lot of people do with Paul and Morgan.
3: Can we just take a second and give them a round of applause and hit, <laughs> the, give this video a thumbs up if you appreciate that. That was refreshing to me.
0: That was very nice. Thank you guys. <laughs> now let's
3: move on to where they go after us.
0: <laughs> but i do just want to say they have a valid point point. one time i scratched my neck a couple of times and it was it. like red Stop and i was it. genuinely afraid that like going on camera people were going to be like what did he do to her like i genuinely was like i don't even know if i should go <laughs> like i need my neck to chill out <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right um anyway the uh the next clip that we're about to play um it is the part of our video, they're referring you guys to the video where we, we did like a three-part series, popular dating advice we reject, marriage advice we reject, and then we did popular sex advice we reject, and they're hitting on some of those. And this first clip we're gonna play is where Morgan and I talk about how you should not bring PORN in any capacity to spice up your married sex life. And here was part of their response to that.
2: It can be something that can harm you in, mm-hmm. in certain ways. Like the comparison, the erectile dysfunction yeah, thing. Those everything are, those, she was listening. Those are legitimate things. Yeah. And, but if you take all of those concerns into account and you're able to consume this like with your partner, mm-hmm. then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's, Cause it's, it
1: can get you in the mood and it can help your sex life yeah. like you're together to incorporate that like as long as you understand like you're saying that it's yeah. like a fantasy.
2: It's, Person to person, obviously, you want to like collaborate with your partner and make sure that you're watching something that both of you enjoy, mm-hmm. that gets both of you in the mood, that like works for both of you, not just it's one. Not
1: pushing the boundaries of your partner, or something yeah. they would not be comfortable with.
2: Right, but if you take all of that into account, I think that watching some kind of sexually explicit or even just suggestive material can be good for your sex life. Yeah. It's, it's just it's more complicated than. You should totally watch it, or you shouldn't at all.
1: Yeah, it's not black and white. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Um. So PRN, according to these guys, is not black and white. Morgan, do we stand our ground? Well, I hear our baby upstairs going, going nuts. <laughs> do we stand our ground on this?
0: Well, I appreciate that they can recognize that PRN is damaging and can be damaging and has a lot of issues, <laughs> um, but I would say that we absolutely continue to stand our ground and we believe that the bible makes it very black and white of that that is not something you mess around with it's not something you bring into your marriage it's not something you do before marriage or look at before getting married um yeah i could
3: see morgan yeah yeah i mean i agree i could see how someone that is in the world a non-christian would be like no this flipping on this thing as they said as long as you both like it it can get you more in the mood guys we need to look no further than the word of God as believers. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, If you look at a man or woman to lust after them, you've committed adultery in your heart. Mm-hmm. If you're watching PRN, what are you doing? Even if you're about to get it on with your spouse, mm-hmm. what are you watching? Right. Like, is that not, maybe you're some kind of crazy exception, but it's like, what? you're wa- you're getting turned on by what you're watching
0: by some other people doing sexual things so that you can then go do sexual things to me it's like we're called it's an, a really exciting and encouraging thing that we're called to get one another in the mood and like we get to take that time in foreplay and take that time throughout the day of like speaking to one another kindly and, and whatever sexy i want to
3: kiss you tonight <laughs> the bi- yeah,
0: guys. I just don't think that we should ever yes. use P.O.R.N. as an excuse to help us get in the mood. So That's
3: the, mar- the marriage bed is to be kept undefiled. Don't be defiling it by bringing in other couples doing stuff. Don't do it.
2: Don't do it. Don't do it.
3: Uh, Alright, next clip, Morgan. Uh, they're playing. They're responding to where we talk about uh, sex before marriage mm-hmm. and I thought this one was quite interesting.
1: Okay,
3: Sex before marriage. Right. Go.
0: That's not going to affect
1: anything. Yeah. So. I agree with her when she's saying having sexual partners before your spouse does affect things because yeah. it will affect things, but I don't agree that it will affect things negatively.
2: Yeah, like Like, at least it doesn't have to. She's
1: not saying that, but she's like kind of implying that, like when she says affect things, that it's negatively affecting things. Yeah, and it can, like you, there is baggage you can definitely take from previous sexual experiences that you could be taking into your current partner but it doesn't have to. It can be like a positive thing a lot of the time. Right,
2: again, it's not black and white. I mean, yeah, like you said. I really
1: miss nuance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're here to provide, I hope. You can really sense just how serious this is and how much, maybe not for them, like they're saying, but for other people, how much pain and shame comes from this subject, and I mean, Before we got married, you had done some things and I hadn't, and like that did affect some things. But after we left Christianity, it didn't it like all of that completely evaporated. I mean it didn't really cause a real problem, but it was a somewhat sensitive subject. So it's more like the
1: shame of it.
2: Right. It the the shame of it, yeah, was really the thing that weighed on us, not
1: not anything actually bad (laughs) nothing bad happened yeah Yeah. and that's the thing is that when you stop feeling ashamed about it nothing bad happens it's all good the only reason that they experience or other people might be experiencing negative consequences a lot of the time is because it's like the shame they're experiencing like the shame that they're feeling right it's not because anything bad's actually happening
2: it's a self fulfilling prophecy yeah like we're going to feel bad if we do this and it's going to affect our marriage and so they do things and then they feel horrible about it and then it affects their marriage because they feel so bad about
0: it yeah
3: interesting i want to hear your thoughts on this
0: i have a lot to say if my mom but If my mother brain can work i so it's interesting hearing them talk about like the ashamed feeling like you shouldn't feel ashamed and we only feel ashamed because we kind of like self-prophesy over ourselves of this is bad so i'm gonna feel bad about it um i will say i do feel like as christians and as the church and just as a whole um we can like shame and condemnation or, sorry, shame or condemnation slash conviction. It's a very small line that we can fall over into shame rather than just being convicted. And there's a difference between conviction and shame or condemnation. Um, so, bear with me.
3: Okay. No, yeah. No, this is good. This is
0: good. So, I... I understand what they're saying of like there are a lot of Christians out there living in shame because of their past, um, whether it was sexual stuff or totally something else, um, even when they like know that they're forgiven by God, like it's sometimes it's really hard to walk in that forgiveness or what does that can, forgiveness look like? And so I believe that there are, are a lot of Christians walking around in shame from their past and not in freedom by of the forgiveness like personally I don't I'm not ashamed of my past at all I'm not living in shame when I met Paul I wasn't ashamed when I told him that I was not a virgin I felt convicted that I had done those things and I knew that there were gonna be possible consequences from living in that sin for a while but I didn't feel shameful about it because I repented and I knew that my heavenly father forgive me and I tell this to you guys all the time when you reach out like how can I forgive myself from the past stuff that I've done I'm like you are a measly little human being he- human being being little being <laughs> um, if god the the creator of the universe Can choose to forgive you why the heck can't you forgive yourself it's good you know like if god my heavenly father creator of the universe has chosen to forgive me i can then make a choice to forgive myself and so like i understand what they're saying but i also believe that there are christians out there who are not ashamed of their past at all And they understand that, like, there is conviction, but they're not condemned. They're not walking around living in shame for the rest of their lives. And I hope that in our videos and in me sharing my past, like, it can bring you all to a place of walking in true freedom with Christ. Um, So, yeah, that was a little tangent.
3: That was good, Morgan. I I like when you (laughs) are able to just really kind of unleash Your stuff. I find it interesting that they said, like, pretty much, if you remove the faith element, now that we're atheists, if you just push all that away, sex before marriage, like, I guess he said he was a virgin, she wasn't. But once they've removed all of that and kind of got their thinking in a very uh, non-religious, non-Christian mindset, Mm -hmm. it hasn't brought any pain. And I would say for some people, like that.
0: For some non-believers, yeah. For
3: some non-believers, that may be the case. Um, but yeah. I, let's be real though. For many non-believers, that's not the case, and I'm talking right. non-believers here. Yeah. Non-believers, you still are up in your head, struggling with comparison. Whether it's the guy or the girl, one more than the other, thinking about, oh, this person's been with ten other people.
1: Jealousy,
0: it, yeah. Comparison. It, there can all, be all a. Yes.
3: Yeah, so let's not act like that's maybe the norm. I don't know what the statistics show. Yeah. Um, but. Man, there can be a lot of of baggage and pain brought into it. But then, outside of that, whether you're on the side of, oh, I'm totally fine.
0: Yeah, it the, doesn't affect me that you've slept with 20 yeah, people before enough, us, <laughs> or
3: or you've been the one that slept with several, a, a lot of people and that
0: I've slept, yeah, with yeah. 20 people. But
3: despite all that, as Christians, I, I just love I love the simplicity of this. Are we going to be obedient to what the Bible says or not? That really, yeah. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh. We can we can almost just like all this other stuff that stuff is fine are we gonna be obedient mm-hmm. the apostle paul over and over again he's talking about keeping the marriage bed holy already said that fleeing sexual immorality read i'm reading through proverbs right now i'm just like almost amazed
0: i'm reading through proverbs
3: get out of town over and over again <laughs> get away from the adulterous woman. Don't go down those streets. Is your life really going to be reduced down to a loaf of bread? Her house leads to death. Death, death, death. Why are we... And I know that I guess this is more fornication, Mm -hmm. sex before marriage, but like,
0: man, don't make
3: light of this stuff, Christians.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's conviction, it's not condemnation, and yes, that is a very easy line to cross into, it. and I believe that the enemy wants us to live in shame, and how, you better believe, and they're going to talk about the enemy in a bit, right? It's next yeah, clip. Yeah, okay. Um, but you better believe that the enemy does not want you living in the freedom that Christ offers, and so yeah, shame is a hard thing to get rid of.
3: Play that next clip. Clip number four.
0: Do you need to tell them what it's about? Or? Um,
3: Morgan has just said that when you're... she, Morgan, what was the quote? You shared this on your Instagram and you referred to it in this video.
0: Just of the podcaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just saying... The, this guy was just saying, like, the devil when you're dating is like, take your clothes off, take your clothes off, take your clothes off. But when you're married, he's like, keep your clothes on, keep your clothes on. And
3: yeah. So. It's kind of a catchy thing, but there's validity to it or at least we thought there was. Let's see what the antibod has to say.
0: <laughs> That's a scary sight to see from the enemy. So,
1: I don't think it's the enemy that, you know, before you're married convinces you that you need to take your clothes off and like you have to be having sex and like makes it so tempting. It's because when you're told not to do something so much, it kind of makes you want to do it more. Yeah. It's the belief system itself that's causing that, not necessarily, like, the devil.
2: I mean, when there are natural factors sufficient to explain why single people want to have sex and why married people might want to have less sex, why do we have to say that there is a guy that's doing it? A secret, invisible guy that is influencing you without your knowledge. It's like... That's an it's an extremely superstitious way of thinking about yeah. it. And if any other religion did that, they would think that, oh, that's just ridiculous. Why can't we just explain it by the fact that studies show that men's testosterone tends to go down when they're in a long-term relationship. And so they therefore they want to have sex less. It's like, yeah. Well it's
1: also <laughs> when you're a young Christian person and you're told, you know, you're pushed purity culture, you're told not to have sex, that only makes you want to have sex more, you know? Yeah and then when you are finally married and you're free to have sex, then it's not, what's the term? It's
2: As enticing, maybe?
1: It's not like the forbidden fruit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Ooh,
2: there's a good biblical term.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, very interesting. <laughs> hey, shout out to, uh, it looks like, in the live chat right now, genetically modified skeptic, who is the husband in this scenario, is, uh, he's here. Hello. Welcome welcome (laughs) welcome seriously fun having you here morgan um do you stand by that statement that they were pushing back on when you're single satan is trying to get you to take your clothes off when you're married he's trying to get you to keep them on
0: um well yes i do still stand by that but you know i i want to make it clear i don't think that the enemy is always is the reason that we fall into sin it's just our human nature it's um yeah we do want the forbidden fruit and that's our flesh um the
3: forbidden fruit it makes you toot. the more you toot, the better you feel (laughs) that's what am i in fifth grade
0: yes um but i you know god made this beautiful thing where a man and a woman when you get close um whether it's just in, in a relationship, dating relationship, whatever, like, you start having these desires to be physically close.
3: Morgan, can I just say real quick, keep, keep remembering where you're about to go. You, <laughs> I, I do want to make it clear, though. We do believe that there is a very real enemy that yeah. is trying to make us fall. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, that's where we'd push back on them, the antibod, um, by saying, like, the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion, lion seeking who he may devour like Mm -hmm. that's just scripture that's biblical so we would be very naive to just throw all of that out and be like oh no Mm -hmm. we agree with them like again that's a very humanistic mindset we're we're people of the word but we also don't want to go so far as to say the enemy is trying the enemy's why have you given me your toughest battles, the enemy, right. the enemy, the enemy, when it's we're doing it to ourselves many <laughs> right. times. It's
0: like we're putting ourselves in situations that, yeah, these uh, desires are going to be stirred up within us and don't arouse love until it's so time. And so...
3: Ecclesiastes, Songs of Solomon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think you know just being smart using wisdom and discernment so that we don't fall into temptation but a lot of the time the reason we're falling into temptation is because of us not the enemy so yeah um but yes let's not be naive as well to the enemy <laughs>
3: that specific saying when you're single the enemy tries to so-and-so Married so-and-so yeah, that might not be in the Bible. Yeah. And it might be a little bit cliché, right. but ultimately you guys get the gist and I think there is biblical wisdom behind it for the most part. Yeah. I feel fine about sharing that podcaster saying that. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> um, the next one would be clip number 5. Oh, this one is interesting. Honestly, this one may have been where the Antibod and uh the there he is, a genetically modified skeptic. Where they what are their
0: real names. What are your
1: all's real names? <laughs> what are your all's real names?
3: Um, but where they may have gotten the most, or at least one of the places where they got the most passionately heated against us. And so I, I'm gonna be intrigued to see the discussion around this one. Play clip number five. You are also not entitled to sex from your partner. Sex is not a mandatory part of a relationship at all. That's one of the nicer comments for sure.
0: So, you know, this like really makes the worldly people, the heathens, <laughs> I'm just going to use that word, whoa, I'm sorry, Whoa, mad because they don't understand what selfless love is. It's not about not... Yikes.
1: If you're not a Christian, you don't understand what selfless love is. That's... I mean... It's like
2: kind of dehumanizing, honestly. Yeah, like
1: that's kind of like super f***ed Yeah. <laughs>
2: they clearly don't think that if you know if you don't have christ as a part of your marriage that it's complete that it's a real it's a legitimate marriage it's a it's a yeah. complete relationship so i guess that extends to your ability to love you know we don't understand what selfless love
3: is because
1: we're not christians yeah. we're heathens yeah oh. <laughs>
3: morgan you went there you went there and you're rubbing some people the wrong way. Does anyone really like to be called a heathen? Is that what you call them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no one wants to be called a heathen. Do
3: you stand by it? Are they heathens?
0: <sighs> Alright. <laughs> are, are they
3: heathens that are married but incapable of selfless love?
0: Okay, I just want to start by one saying. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> are the worst
3: juicy baby it's getting juicy
0: i i do want to apologize because i think that i jumped on the boat of i should not have said they don't know what selfless love is i think that's really ridiculous and stupid of me to say that
3: wow so that's where my thumbnail was correct i said yeah could we be
0: Yes, going too far. Yeah.
3: Going to did we go too far? Morgan, just apologize. You all heard it here. Yes. Humility is pouring out like <laughs> oh, the rushing river rain. Stop. Rain of the river.
0: Yeah. Um, I that's obviously not true. Um, there are plenty of non-Christians who uh, portray selfless love on a regular basis in their marriages and not in their marriages just towards other people um so i take it back what i said um (laughs) i know heathens can sound a little harsh and i was just having kind of fun but
3: granted typically (laughs) a someone who is not a a christian or i don't know what the historical roots a religious person right they were weren't they called they pa- were pagans, pagans or or the, the heathen
0: heathens, yes I, I don't know
3: you know yeah. you guys do what you want with that <laughs> google it google what is a heathen but if you're an eighth yeah. are atheists heathens i don't know maybe maybe not maybe not maybe that's know. too harsh
0: i need to look at the definition i guess
3: but they're atheists yeah non-christians
0: worldly whatever non-believers yeah whatever sinners we're all sinners (laughs) um yes so i hope that you all can accept my apology
3: (laughs) okay so let's do this though the context that they were kind of pulling out they were referring to from our video we were we were talking about Um, we we just read a comment yeah uh of some of someone who was saying you guys you know your spouse does not pretty much it, it came across to us as a very uh th- this it, it wasn't so much like we are we're targeting them or we're targeting a person but the idea of where culture seems to have arrived when it comes yeah. to married marriage and sex right and so that's what i think more of morgan where you were coming from
0: yeah of like this the whole like the world's idea of love self-love is so pushed and like if anyone asks you to do anything that makes you even like a little bit uncomfortable or, yeah. or not even just uncomfortable but just like you don't feel like doing that then screw them and, oh
3: it's gonna mess it's gonna well, steal, don't screw them it's gonna mess <laughs> with your happiness and your vibes yeah oh forget it yeah and that's and and we've seen i mean dude You go back and you look at the comment section of some of our videos discussing sex and marriage and what Mm -hmm. that looks like and i realized that some of i mean some of our takes some of what the bible says can be hard to digest i get that but we were pushing back on that idea and Mm -hmm. yeah so guys that's
0: where i was coming from but
3: um yeah we we may have come across a little too brazen
0: yeah
3: um, but also though, you did put words in our mouth a little bit. What what was the guy's name there? Drew. And Drew. Taylor. Drew and Taylor. What's up, you guys? Say hey to Drew and Taylor. Give <laughs> give this video a thumbs up. Uh, sh- show
0: does nothing for them, but some love.
3: Some love to us. That in return to Drew, but no, Drew did take a little bit of of the words, put words in our mouth when he said. So I guess they don't recognize a non-Christian marriage as a real marriage. Oh, oh we definitely yeah, do. Yeah,
0: no, that's marriage. <laughs> Praise the
3: Lord. Even non-Christians. Between
0: a man and a woman.
3: Even non-Christians <laughs> getting married, we, we're grateful for that. Oh, marriage yeah. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter what.
0: And yeah, I mean, whether non-believers want to acknowledge it, it is still like a representation. So ha! <laughs> Of Jesus and the bride, his bride and so yeah yeah win-win
3: win-win but ultimately (laughs) we could have probably worded that better yeah love it we like these dialogues i'm I, i genuinely am grateful for these i felt like this one was profitable uh you guys comment below in the comment section though where do you fall uh, we, we hit on several things. Mm-hmm. Um, just let us know. Let us know where you fall. Let's keep the dialogue going. Uh, the anti Drew and Taylor. Taylor, if you guys <laughs> want to hop in the comments after this video, it would be fun to keep the dialogue going. Guys, make sure that if you are in a place, maybe newlyweds, um, or you've been married for ten years, and you're just like, I think there could be more with our sex life. Like, I think there's a lot of room to grow in this area. Just click the link below. Grab this ebook. We really hope that it blesses you guys. I think it will. I I genuinely think this ebook could really be a good thing for your love life. Like we sure hope it will.
0: I think so. I'm confident it will. I think he will at least have one good time.
3: <laughs> well. Is one great sex session worth $12? Absolutely. Or $6 if you're a patron. No, I think uh, I think
0: 1000%. Yes.
3: I think it could be a game changer for years. One time, please.
0: Oh, yeah, you'll have way more fun. I'm just saying, I, I don't want to build it up too much. I can feel confident. About
3: one that time. is starting the bar low. <laughs> that is really low. All right, guys, we love you very much. We'll be right back with those in the live chat. Be blessed, have hope,
0: and be free.
3: Hey guys, as you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals. A big reason for that is because we make unashamedly Christian content.
0: We've had brand deals taken away from us because people who don't like us reach out to them and demand that they cancel us.
3: Due to the fact that we stand on what the Bible says and we don't conform to culture.
0: Which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important.
3: You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do it without you all.
0: If you guys believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Show or click the link in the description.
3: Go Go team. team. That was the (laughs) one. That was the one. (laughs)